Hey everyone, uh, welcome back to another episode. It's currently 11 a.m. here in Hawaii, and we are back on the investment property build-out process. Uh, so all the rooms are complete, finally. Oh my goodness. Um, I'm actually currently working on the bathrooms. One bathroom we finished um, like quite a while ago. Um, I'm working on the second bathroom right now. Yesterday I actually hung the drywall, um, put the mud and tape on, um, put some fans in there to help dry it out because it's a bathroom. So there's not much air circulation. So I put some um, fans in there to help dry it out faster. And as of today it is dry. So I'm about to load my mud pan up um, and put the uh, you know um, second coat on. Um, and then once that's all dried up, um, I can start sanding that bathroom down and get it done. And then I can move on to the next bathroom. So technically I have a total of five bathrooms here. One bathroom is completely done. Um, I'm working on the second bathroom, like I said. Um, that one will be mudded today, but won't be able to sand it until tomorrow. So tomorrow that one will be done. Um, then I only have um, three more. Three, yeah, <laughs> three more. Now, guys, it's getting easier. It's getting easier, let me tell you. It really is. Because the bathrooms are small, right? I mean, they're hard to work in with your, like, ladders and everything because it's so tight. But um, at the same time, it's a smaller space, so the work goes a lot faster. So I'm really happy about that. So, uh, yeah, once I mud this one, I am actually going to... This is kind of the game plan today. I'm going to mud the second coat on this one and jump onto the third bathroom and start hanging the drywall in that one already right then that way by the, this afternoon or whenever i'm done hanging the drywall i can already put the mud and tape on for that one and then basically the next day i can come back and sand the bathroom that i'm putting the second coat on you know today and then um i can already start applying the second coat to the other bathroom that i you know i'm, I'm going to be starting and finishing so i'm just trying to you know progress you know try to keep the wheels moving here so yeah it's definitely going um well to say the least um oh on another note the water catchment tank is full um i do have the overflow pipe installed so i had the overflow overflow pipe sitting on the side for the water catchment tank since we assembled it and all that um but now that the tank is um full um you know obviously i don't want the water just to run down the sides you know you know overflow and run down the sides of the tank um not that i'm worried about it undermining it because it's sitting on solid rock and then i have um uh, four to six inches of two inch minus and then i also have four to six inches of sand inside of the tank on the bottom before we put the liner in so we're, we're good the tank's not going to settle and move around it's done that that tank is pretty much full to the top so um there's a lot of weight in there so it's already done being settled or whatever movements it's going to make uh, so I did put the overflow pipe in and the overflow pipe is kind of like a um, S kind of with an S with a T to allow um, the Venturi effect not to just drain the tank right um, so I pre-filled that that pipe up the overflow pipe so that way it's got water in it and so now um, because it's starting to get rainy again a little bit more um, any more water that goes into the water catchment tank when I'll just basically go through the overflow pipe and the overflow pipe sticks out maybe about I would say almost two feet um, sticking straight out um, 
and that's going to push that overflow water away from the edges of the tank right so instead of it cascading and just overflowing over the whole tank it's just basically going to be piped out through one pipe about two feet off um, and then from there i can always put more piping to divert the water farther away uh, when that time comes um, but yeah good news guys the water catchment tank is completely full i'm really happy about that i don't have to pay anyone to come in here and fill it up um that's the kind of the thing over here i noticed it's a rain, natural rainforest and it seems like it always keeps up if not it gives you more water than you need half the time so um pretty excited about having that filled up um yeah so um oh i should point out something so sometimes when i get frustrated sanding the drywall i have a lot of a lot of the tools that i've used to build this house is all battery powered tools right no electric at all and i have milwaukee tools and i'm not advertising for them at all i just use milwaukee i just have a ton of their tools and i have their palm sander and i've had their palm sander for god years and i've used it for many different projects but mostly wood but when i get frustrated sanding i'll put us um, a lighter sanding pad onto the the battery powered palm sander and then i'll use that to take down the edges really quick on the um on the mud that's dry and that works great because it really takes it down pretty quick you just got to move around you can't just stay in one spot because it'll just eat through it right so the the best part about it is it it sands it really quick the problem with it is it throws the dust in the air like there's no tomorrow i mean like really bad you know i'm wearing n95 mask and glasses but it goes everywhere it absolutely goes everywhere but with me sanding the ceiling using that just to take down the edges real quick and then coming back with a regular sanding pad to fine tune everything the palm sander gave out on me it's weird because it will not work anymore you know if i'm like trying to sand the ceiling with it it will not work but if i make sure i'm not you know having it up you know facing up and facing down like it would normally be it works so but i think what happened was a lot of the that dust got into the motor area and has messed with it because it was making some weird noises guys i was going to town with that thing to speed up everything and it really started making some weird noises and then um yesterday it just stopped working it was like screaming um and then i go outside and i turn it on and i flip it the other direction and i bang it around because there's so much dust in it dust is just flying out of the motor just tons of it right and it's just caking everywhere that drywall dust is really fine right real real fine but at the same time it cakes it cakes it's kind of like um flour think about it like flour that stuff just goes everywhere right um so yesterday that thing gave out basically so i'm back to hand sanding again but that's okay less dust in the air because let me tell you i can only sand so much before i have to get out of the room and let the room air out because there's so much dust right now there is sanders out there for drywall okay like um automatic sanders um that where you can plug in a vacuum right to um suck up all the uh the dust um but i don't have one of those you know <laughs> Um, and I don't plan on buying one because I don't plan on, you know, doing drywall for a living. But at the same time, there is a tool out there. So if you guys are looking for a better solution instead of sanding by hand, because when you sand by hand, like I've been doing, guys, your shoulders, your back, everything hurts. Everything hurts. You know, lots of sanding, let me tell you. So, um, yeah, there is a tool out there for it. Now, the, the thing that I heard about the tool was, was that 
um, you got to keep cleaning out the filter because it gets clogged up really quick, right? So if you do get one of these or you decide to rent one of these, be aware that you will have to um, clean out the filter quite a bit because that drywall dust just clogs everything up. It does. It just clogs everything up. So that's why we try to sweep up as much as possible. That way, if we have to use a, um, a, a vacuum or a, a blower to blow some of the stuff out of the door, um, you know, it's not that much. You know, it's very minimal compared to the big piles of sanding dust everywhere. Like, you walk into some of these rooms, guys, the, well, at least the last two rooms, the piles of sanding dust are everywhere. Like, there's piles of it, right? And that's just because I've been sanding, and then I come back, and I do a little fine-tuning, and I sand again. Because I want to make sure I try to get a close-to-flat wall, you know, where you don't see too much imperfections at all. But with that said, lots of dust. Lots of dust. In fact, there's so much dust, it gets in your eyes, like in the corners of your eyes inside. Oh, that's, I hate that. Yesterday, I basically called it a day because I had so much dust in my eyes, even though I was wearing glasses, so much dust that I could just feel it in my eyes. So I had to go take a shower, wash all that dust off, and clean up my eyes because it was just irritating me already. Um, but hey, I guess that's the nature of the beast, right? <laughs> um, but the sanding stick and sanding pads have been working great, just tedious and hard on the shoulders. Like right now, I haven't even started sanding. I'm about to mud, but man, my shoulders and my, oh, everything hurts, guys. <laughs> everything hurts. Oh, but hey, it is what it is. Um, now, all the scrap um, drywall um, from the ceilings and the walls for the, for the rooms itself, not the green board, just the regular drywall, 5 eighths and half inch. Um, I had a big stack of cutoffs. I hate having to throw it away because, you know, essentially I paid for all that material, right? And I'm just going to be throwing it away, which is sad. But at the same time, I can't just keep it and store it, you know? Um, so you have to throw it away. And there were some decent sheets in there, you know, like not real big sheets or anything, but um, some decent cutoffs, like some really nice good cutoffs that could be used. But I just can't use it anywhere, right? We're done doing the major drywalling, so um, I had no choice but to break them all up and throw them into trash bags. Um, that way I can take them to the dump. So essentially I have a total of like, uh, I don't know, let's see, probably 12 um, construction bags full with, um, you know, drywall that I can't use anywhere because here's the thing I don't want to use any of that drywall in the bathroom the green board is for the bathroom right it helps to prevent the mold so I don't want to take a chance of using that other drywall in the bathroom because that could be a really costly mistake if I do that right so I don't want to do that <laughs> right but the adverse effect is I'm throwing away all this drywall so I have them all in trash bags I have to go to the dump and take so much at a time because those bags are heavy Drywall is heavy, especially the 5 8 stuff. Holy cow. The 5 8 drywall is no joke, guys. That stuff is just so heavy. And I should point out something. When you're drywalling your bathroom with green board, from, what, from my understanding and from wherever I've looked for green board, all of the green board is 5 8 not half inch. All green board is 5 8 at least where we're at. Because I could not find any green board that was half inch. So that means you're putting 5 8 on the ceiling, 5 8 on the wall, five-eighths on everything in the bathroom you know um, so it's a little bit heavier sheets but at least they're smaller sheets you know so yeah um, let's see I have so I have about a half a bucket of mud 
that I've been working through. That's probably that's going to get burnt up today. Then I still have one, two, three, four. I have four more buckets of mud, which is going to be more than enough to finish up these bathrooms. But I may have to buy more mud for the texturing because you actually use a lot of mud for texturing. You basically mix the mud down kind of watery. Uh, not like water, but, you know, semi-watery. And you put it through a hopper with an um, air compressor. And basically you shoot the, the mud onto the wall. And there's different settings on the gun where you can select bigger splatter or smaller splatter. So you can kind of do a test section real quick to see what's going to work for you. And then from there you just keep filling the hopper, right? And you use up quite a bit when you're doing it. In fact, I remember when I did my house um, a while ago, we had a um, trash can. We actually used a trash can because you're using so much of it that you're just dipping into it and refilling the hopper, dipping in, refilling the hopper, you know? So, yeah, I'm probably going to have to pick up at least, let's see. I, I don't want to say it, but I'm thinking five more buckets, but we'll see. <laughs> I'm going to do a test. I'm going to see how far one bucket goes with the leftover that we have. See how far it goes, um, and if it goes pretty good and it stretches pretty far, then I'll kind of get a good range of what I'm looking at. I'm really hoping I don't need a bucket per room, but I mean, it could be. It could be a bucket per room for texture. So, and if that is the case, then I will have to purchase more, but hey, that's okay. It is what it is. Uh, let's see, what else do we have going on here? Um... We still have to scrape up some of these rooms on the floor. We have mud, you know, that when you're mudding, mud falls and drops. So we have the floor scrapers. It works really, really well. Um, so we do have to do uh, one more good initial cleanup on all these rooms once um, all the sanding and mudding is done. Um, we're going to try to get up as much as the dust, scrape up everything, make it the floors all clean. Uh, and then basically um, we're going to vacuum out the rooms um, to get all the dust out. And then basically we're pretty much ready for taping off the windows, um, shooting texture, primer, and paint. So I'm really, really happy because we're like only a couple days away from getting to that stage. And then once that's done, guys, my life has just gotten really easy. <laughs> really easy. Because the only thing I really have to do is put flooring in and baseboards. And then I can put the kitchen cabinets in. That's all like small not tedious stuff but just small stuff really it's not like back breaking work like this is you know i mean putting flooring in is is hard too but you know you kind of have to pick your battles right <laughs> um the one thing that does take quite a bit of time to um mud and sand and deal with is the windows and the corners especially if you're using roundover corners because it, it you end up using a lot of mud because you have to fill that roundover corner channel that you buy um with mud and then basically you're sticking it and pushing it onto whatever corner that you're trying to create a roundover corner on. So like example, the inside of the window seals and then like a corner of a, of a room or something, right? Um, that's sticking out, not in, right? But it takes a lot of mud. And then after you put that on, you know, you're putting a cup. Um, after you push it on, you have all this mud pushing back out. Then you use your six inch or your um, 14 inch blade and then you start spreading it to kind of feather off that edge, right? But the problem is, is that you don't want to add too much too, mu too fast because then you'll have cracking, right? The mud is going to be too thick and it's going to be drying up too fast. 
um, and then it's going to start cracking on you, right? Because the mud will shrink, and when it shrinks, it wants to crack sometimes, especially when it's thick. So what you'll have to do is do multiple co coats. So what I've noticed is um, I'm between two to three coats on some of these corners or roundover corners, like for the windows. Like on the windows, I'm at uh, the third coat, um, but we're finally done. I just got to fine-tune my corners with a sanding pad, um, and then we're done. So lots of little tedious stuff, guys. Lots of little tedious stuff, for sure. But man, we've come such a long way, guys. I can't, I can't wait to finally put all the footage together. I wasn't able to catch everything that we're doing, obviously, because I'm so busy doing what I'm doing. But, you know, I did capture quite a bit of the process, for, especially from the beginning to where we're at now. Um, so I'll try to put that all together and share that experience with you guys on the YouTube channel or whatever. That way you guys can see what's been happening, you know. Because a lot of you guys have been listening and following the process, which is awesome. Thank you. I really appreciate the support, guys. I really do. Um... But you guys actually get to see it, right? Visual, visualize and see it. So um, it'll be nice to be able to sit down once this project is done and just edit a video and kind of go through it. You know, it's going to be a little kind of emotional for me at least a little bit um, because I've changed so much in my life recently. Within the last four months, um, my life has completely changed, right? I went from basically working every single day of my life, running multiple companies, to basically completely retiring from all that. And jumping right into building out this property. And there's a lot of blood, sweat, and tears into this property, let me tell you. And a lot of money, right? But once this place is done, we'll be good. You know, I can finally take my my time off and just kind of relax and do other things. I have other projects in mind, um, but I do need some time off. That is absolutely for sure. I kind of want to take a trip. Um, I know with the whole COVID-19 thing, it's kind of iffy and stuff. You have to get your vaccines and, you know, all of that. But... For me, I want to take a trip, you know. I deserve to just have a vacation, you know. Like a lot of you, you guys work hard doing whatever it is you guys do. And at some point, you just have to kind of just like get away from everything and just go do go do something fun for you, you know. So that's kind of where I'm at. It's funny because I can actually, if it, I'm, I'm outside walking on the porch and I'm looking outside and it looks like it's about to rain. Yeah, it looks, it's very cloudy. The temperature is cooler. Um, it's a little breezy. I think it's going to end up raining today. If it does, then I can make sure that the overflow tube for the water catchment tank is working properly. That's good. But yeah, um, I have not installed any doors yet um, because I just want free flow of being able to work in the rooms without the doors being in the way. Um, so the doors will be installed later after the rooms are done being um, textured, primer, and painted. Then I'll go in there, hang the doors, and then I'll put trim around the doors, and then put baseboards on after the flooring is in. And then after that, we just got to put everything in. Toilets, sinks, um, beds, um, dressers, TVs. That's another thing. So this, these places that I'm building out, guys, are fully furnished. 100% fully furnished. We have, I have internet connection all set up already. We have everything. It comes with linens, comes with everything. TVs, I mean, everything. Basically, all you need to do is bring yourself. And that's it. It comes with refrigerators. Everything is private for everybody. So it's not like you have to share anything with your neighbor. Um, everybody has their own, you know. So if you was to come and stay here, all you need to do is go buy some food to fill up the refrigerator and bring your clothes and you're pretty much off to the races you have a nice place to um you know stay that's for sure <coughs> so but i am 
pretty deep in this project, obviously, at this point, financially and um, labor-wise. But at the same time, um, it's all for the better, guys, I promise you. I've done my numbers many times. I've already got tons of people lined up to um, get into these um, units that I'm building out. In fact, they keep asking and saying, hey, when do you think it might be available? When do you think it might be available? And then what I keep telling everybody is we're getting there. We're getting there. I, can't, I don't want to give you a date because I don't know yet. Right? I want to get through all this first, get everything done, um, and then we can um, go that direction. Right? But the good news is I have people ready to move in already. So that's great news because the second this place goes online and people start coming in, I can start making back my investment that I put into this project. Um, I'll, I'll break even um, easily in a year. Um, a year or less, I will break even on this project. Um, and after that, obviously, it's just all 100% profit after that. You know, so. Yeah, and then we'll have long-term residual um, retirement coming in as well. You know, that's the thing, right? We're trying to always um, diversify in different aspects to better our situation, better our families, have a little bit more um, financial independence, I guess you could say. Now, obviously, I could have kept my businesses and kept running them and all that, but um, I've been doing that for so long that um, it was time for me to walk away from all that and, um, you know, plan out my um, retirement completely. So luckily, I worked hard and I saved a lot of money to do what I'm doing now. Um, so, yeah, you know, we just have to kind of roll with the punches and, you know, figure things out as you go along sometime, you know. Um, but the good news is that this will be a long-term investment for myself and for my family. And, um, you know, not having the stress so much more about, you know, um, financials sometimes is a good feeling, you know. Um, now, obviously, I didn't have to build this place. I could have just lived off the money that I saved um, from retirement and been fine. But I'm ambitious. I want to do things, you know. I, I, I'm a firm believer in um, diversifying and investing into things like assets or other things that can help give you a, even more return, right? Because here's the thing, guys. If you put your money in the bank, you're earning like maybe 1%, if that, maybe 1.5%. That's nothing, right? Unless you got millions and millions of dollars sitting in a bank, that is absolutely nothing. That return on that interest is garbage, absolute garbage, right? That's not, that's not, for the common person that's got, say, you know, X amount of dollars in the bank, not millions. That's not really a whole lot of anything, right? So the way I look at it is I don't like keeping my money in the bank. I keep my money in assets. I keep my money in investments. That way it's bringing me more and more and more back, right? So, oh, it's starting to rain. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it was about to rain. So it's actually just starting to rain now. So anyway, guys, thanks for um, tuning in here. I'm hoping on the next... Um, release of the next new podcast um, I'm gonna have the bathrooms done and then I think the next podcast will actually be me talking about the texturing uh, and the primer and paint stage finally because I'll be there so I'm super super close guys cross your fingers that I can just get through this and um, you guys keep your head up keep pushing forward stay ambitious guys and I'll see you guys on the next one